The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. Well, I was saying before the break, uh, we were um, talking about staff shortages in the hospitality sector and we got a text saying, I pay my staff properly and they stay. It's garbage that there's a staff shortage. I'm not sure everybody in the hospitality industry would agree with that. I'm joined by Angela Rutledge, who owns uh, Olive's Tea Room in St Anne's Park in Clontarf and Monk's Green in Fibsborough in Dublin. Also, Alan O'Shaughnessy, who's owner at Taihu Restaurant in uh, Limerick. Alan, first and, and most importantly, did I pronounce that right? Yeah, you did. Okay, that's fine. Tell us how you're getting on in terms of staffing, Alan. Well, um, we just uh, refurbed the restaurant and last summer it kind of really hit hard. And to be honest with you, it was just... Kitchen kitchen staff and chefs is where we struggled mostly, you know. It was just... They were coming and they'd stay for a a little while and they'd they'd, they'd move on and... they wouldn't show up, and it was just it, last summer. It just really kind of hit rock bottom, and um, yeah, it's just it's it's constant struggle since then. To be honest with you, and is it front of house and kitchen staff, or is it predominantly kitchen staff is where the issue is? Well, it's predominantly kitchen staff. To be honest with you, um, we're, we're located near the University of Limerick, so with front of house, we kind of we, we it, it, it's still difficult, you know. Like we're, we're hiring at the moment for a new restaurant, and say so I got. During the week, got 60 applications in, uh, sent out 20 uh, requests for interview and uh, got six replies. So that's, that's the kind of numbers we're dealing with at the moment, like, you know. But you in, so you, let me just get that straight. You invited 20 people to interview and only six of those six bothered replies. to respond? Yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. Angela, what's the, the situation that you're seeing? Same? Kitchen staff, the issue? Yep, it's it's the same problem in relation to advertising. You get you get a very poor response rate. Um, it it's front of house, but it's also kitchen staff, and it's also that really tough job of the wash up staff as well. Um, just in relation to the text, in you pay your staff properly, and you get them to stay. Like I feel like I pay my staff as properly, I hope, and as much as the business can afford. But really, on the other side of it is the the cost of living of. That's that staff as well, and you know how much do they have to pay in terms of accommodation, and that has a knock-on effect of whether they can actually ha- have a comfortable standard. Well, of particularly living. if you look at your locations. I mean, if you're out in in leafy middle-class suburbs, you're either spending a small fortune on rent or you're spending a small fortune on commuting to go back and forth to work. I had a quick look at Daft this morning, and there was nothing available for less than a thousand euro a month, um, and that wasn't that was actually not in Clontarf. That was in Fibsworth. I just did a quick check. So, like, that that has an obvious effect on whether people can afford and to even come COVID here and related? Work. Because I would have thought that following COVID, there would be a pent-up demand among workers to get back into work. But th- there doesn't seem to be. I had anticipated that finally this chronic staff shortage that we've been experiencing ever since I worked in hospitality would have been relieved by COVID. But it has had the opposite effect and in fact wage inflation was highest during the period of the pandemic Um, and now for me things are settling down a little bit because it's summertime now and I have all the students coming online and I've also spent a lot of time investing in getting people here um, skilled staff here on employment permits so it is settling a little bit uh, down but it's still trying to even get people to come here either to Dublin or to Ireland to work is difficult at the moment because they can't find a place to stay. Like I've ended up with you know, five five members of our team staying in rooms in our house for periods of time because 
they come here and you say, well, you can stay for a couple of weeks and uh, get, you know, find your feet. And they literally can't find a place to stay. Uh, Text saying, I have my own cafe. I have been asked to go back to work with a previous employer, which is a five star hotel, which is offering anyone they can find money to work, including uh, previous employees. What about, Alan, the other side of it, the demand side? Has has the business returned gangbusters after COVID? It's kind of hard for me to tell, Anton, because like, I've done a, a complete refurb, like I said, you know, um, I, I, I suppose it, it, it has come back, you know. It, 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 it's, it, it, it's pretty steady, you know. Um, but like uh, the, the way the way I look at it is like you know, it's, I don't. Will we ever go back? I think trends have changed. You know, the, the takeaway side of, of, of the business is, is massive now. You know, and I, I don't know will it ever go back to the way it was. I just think it's, it's a different market now. You know, and I think we all have to adapt and and find a way forward, you know. As in customer expectation is fundamentally shifted because of what you had to do during COVID? I, I'd imagine, yeah, yeah that's, that's the way I look at it, you know. I think um, say in our situation, like we, we had no takeaway business before COVID and we, we closed for 10 weeks and we, we reopened and we launched a takeaway business and pretty much without that, I don't, I don't think we'd have survived, you know, if we didn't have the takeaway end of it. What about then, Angela, the pressure on the people who are working in the uh, restaurants because if you're short-staffed or if you have staff who are being trained up while they're working it tends to mean that service can slow orders can get mixed up if the kitchen is again being trained in you mightn't get the same quality as you would from experience chef which means angry customers which means more pressure difficult time to be working in hospitality exactly it's a vi- it's a vicious circle so people talk about the conditions in hospitality and it being a very tough job and it is a, a tough job physically but it's also tremendously fun and sociable um, but when you have shortages that puts pressure on the rest of the team um, and, and you, you're you always afraid that they will calve because those dedicated people that you have that are doing such a tremendous job you're afraid that the pressure is going to be too much on them and then they'll actually crash out as well and then on the, on the service side you can see if you go into any restaurant people being trained up on the job um, and that's really bad for like Brand Ireland and our, our reputation as a food destination because it's just the standards of service just isn't there at the moment. So we have a skills deficit and we're greatly relying, especially in our business, on our students, either at second level or at third level. And they're like, if if there's one thing that's heartening, it's the it's the quality and the dedication of the people that are growing up in Ireland at the moment and their their work ethic. But a lot of the time they're untrained, they're not skilled. Hospitality is not their career. It's a cash cow for them. So um, and then you're losing them as they go on to their their careers. So that is creating an issue. Text to 53106 saying, surely this is only going to get worse over the summer. Everywhere I see in Dublin particularly has people spilling out from restaurants and pubs. These businesses can't cope with the number of customers versus the lack of staff. Is it going to get worse? And what of the customer reaction? Are they understanding? Customers, by and large, are are very nice, but they are spending their hard-earned euro, and they they deserve and are entitled to a certain standard of service and product. I'm spending and value three quid on coffee. I want exactly. it now. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, that that's cheaper. That's another problem. But I think it's well from my perspective. I can only talk to my own experience. It's kind of settled down to wood for the summer, but it's in the autumn when all those wonderful students go back to their full time education that that's when we're going to see the real problem and in terms of um, non-EEA students that we have here in Ireland that are on a stamp 2 visa they're only allowed work 20 hours a week 
uh, during that autumn period. So um, there will be pressure on from that side as well. $64,000 question coming in on 53106. What's the solution though, Anton? Should there be one single agency to deal with staffing? Asks Laura Allen. Is there a solution or is it just a function of how expensive Ireland has become? I think it's just a function, yeah. And for, for for our kitchen staff moving forward now, I'm actually, after recruiting um, four chefs from India on, on work permits, and I, I, I honestly only saw that uh, as the, the only way forward, you know. The, like, you, you, you'll get a work permit for two years for them, and you're guaranteed that they'll stay with you for 12 months, barring they, they, they leave the country and go home. But it's like... Once they come and they settle in, you're 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 guaranteed that they'll stay with you for twelve months once they're looked after, you know. And uh, it, it's 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 a tiresome and it's, it's it's a difficult road to go down. But for us, it was the only way forward, you know. And you have similar experience, Angela. Yeah, uh, very much those chefs that are coming here are very skilled. They're like, there's a minimum salary for them of 30,000 a year. But like, we are at 6% unemployment at the moment. It's forecast to go down to 3.9% by 2024. So that's effectively full employment. So, uh, how do we get either a greater proportion of the workforce to come into hospitality through better training, uh, or else we have to rely on migration if we, if we want and to. And if have it's non EEA migration, that is a bureaucratic process to have to go through and, an, and a, a medium term process because there's no guarantee in fact in many cases you're just simply not able to retain them long term uh, yeah that's right like so for like uh, in terms of processing times for employment permits it can be three months um, plus the visa processing time which like in fairness the department has recruited lots of extra staff to process that but it's it's still a long time and you're still taking a risk on somebody that you've never met before but it is a value it is a valuable resource for for us in restaurants Angela uh, Rutledge, owner of Olive's Tea Room in St Anne's Park in Clontarf and Monks Green in Flisra and Alan O'Shaughnessy, uh, who is the owner of Taihu Restaurant in Limerick. Thank you both very much. And if you are out and about uh, this afternoon, either in Olive's or in uh, Taihu or any other of the various different bars, cafes, restaurants, spare a thought for the hospitality staff who are under a little bit of pressure at the moment. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.